Hello everyone, welcome back to the City Monkeys podcast. I'm your host, Earth the Fat. Today I'm here with Sir Nico. Hello. Uh, Rhineex. Hey. And today's guest host, uh, Mick Fry. Hey, how you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. So, I guess, let's just jump right into it. Who, who in your own words, who is McFry? What is, what is the, the McFry alias? Uh, the McFry, hmm, <clears throat> that's a good question. Um, I don't know, I just, um, I guess you guys know me from, from YouTube, I'm, I'm guessing most likely, right? Yeah. Um, just like yeah. the, the, um, the vlogs and the, and the music videos probably, most likely. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. Sorry. Uh, how did you come up with the name McFry? You know, it was just a screen. Everybody needs a screen name. So, um, it was, uh, you know, it's a funny story. Actually, somebody stole my original screen name, which was Most Def. Uh, I won't tell you who stole it, but famous rapper, obviously. Um, you know, it was my initials. So, I ended up, I was using that for a while. Yeah, and then he came out, and I said, "Shit, now I need a new one," because nobody was using that one. It was, you know, really unique. Screen name is good because you can just register it anywhere. Yeah. Um. So now that I need a new one, I think I was using McFreeze for a while, and then that was taken a lot of places. Obviously, Mister Mister McFreeze from Batman. Um, and so I think I just went the opposite. Freezing, frying, and that's where it came from. Really, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty clever. So, um, had you done any like prior musical or, or YouTube stuff before the the current McFry channel, or is that is that where it all began? No, yeah, I started music like probably around high school and stuff, just fucking around with um like Fruity Loops and everything, yeah. and and I was just played around with it, um through high school and college and um you know put out music just like for free on the internet like here's my album i don't know um (laughs) so it which is always a fun thing to do i don't know if any of you guys mess around with music but um yeah you put stuff out and then you just start thinking oh yeah everybody's gonna think this is gonna be it i'm gonna be a freaking famous musician which never happens, obviously, but you know it's fun to it's fun to mess around with for sure. Yeah. Um. So, what was the um the thought process behind <laughs> the lyrical masterpiece that was a uh, booty booty? Booty booty. Oh man, I don't know. Most of these songs, I don't even remember writing. Um. <laughs> uh. You know, just maybe try to make them rhyme, and <laughs> just whatever stuff comes into my head. I don't. There's um yeah I did I don't mm, I don't know I you know I could I couldn't really tell you that one specifically or any of the others it's really um yeah so. just like whatever comes to mind yeah I don't know it's just you know it's sort of I don't know I mean all those most of the songs on my channel I they were all written like and you know produced and and recorded and everything all in one day that was that was my thing at the time just to make one song a day so it was just i don't know it was just kind of like stream of consciousness maybe i'm I'm not really too sure that yeah. sounds like a lot of work to do in one day yeah it was <clears throat> it was it was a, it was a few hours a day um i mean i was making short 
songs, you know, 30 seconds to a minute. So um, that definitely helped. I mean, if it was a full entire song and music video, I mean, that just, that'd be, I think that's impossible to do in one day. Yeah, that'd be but, way too much. Yeah. No, I would get home from work and, and probably stay up until one, two, three, four, whenever I finished it in the morning. So, um, yeah. It, it was like a it was like a second job almost i would uh, say so if you don't mind me asking what was your like primary job besides making the music um i guess at the time making all that all the mcfry stuff um i was an artist assistant at the time for this artist um over in williamsburg brooklyn um which was a really fun job uh you know, um, in the studio every day. So I was around a you know a extremely creative person every day. An artist, obviously, he was a painter and sculptor and just all around artists. Um, we did um, some documentary films with him, and I did all his photography. And we just just were doing art every day, all day. So um, I guess it was you know creative time. So. I did it, you know, worked on his stuff all day and then came home and wanted to do my own, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So why haven't you um uploaded to the to the McFry channel in about five years? Is it just like... Yeah, it's been a while. I, actually, five years sounds about exactly right. Um, I've been doing a bid um, for the last five years at the post office, um, which I don't know if any of you guys know anything about the post office. Um... Uh, but they're real slave drivers over there, man. I tell you what, um, I work a lot of hours, work really hard, um, and I just don't, I don't have the energy for it, like, yeah, to do anything. Most most of the time when I get home from work, I just fucking sit on like the couch crash. and yeah, just you know, sometimes just pass out, take a nap, or you know sit on sit at my computer and stare at the wall or something um so yeah but it's about five years just you know uh working uh working on the chain gang at the post office um it's really it, <laughs> it sounds it sounds pretty bad but i mean maybe it sounds worse than, than it is i don't know i don't know all i know is i'm i'm like just too tired to do anything else besides work right now um so um do you have any intentions of ever going back to your youtube channel say if you got like a different job and it got easier or something like that yeah definitely i think i could definitely do some more stuff on there i mean there's been times when i'm just i've been you know inspired i've had some song ideas i still write down song ideas and i've got a list of shit that i want to do but um yeah, I still got the programs. I still have songs banked up, but uh, yeah, just finding the time to do them right now. Um, between work and then like you know, you want to try to have a personal life, which is it's tough too, you know. So it's a lot to balance and like yeah, your daily life. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is kind of an on-the-spot question, but um, you said you worked for the post office. Any opinions on all the all the stuff going on right now? Was it they moved like a hundred sixty-three thousand boxes or something? Yeah, they're 
doing a lot of it's it's i mean everybody seems to be talking about it's in the news everywhere right now um i don't know if you guys want to go into that whole conversation right now Um, we don't need to get too political yeah i i got a lot of opinions about it like um um i'll just you know i'll I'll put it this way to sum it up and not get too deep into it because that's like another whole uh, our conversation probably um i will say that that um you know going into this before trump put his new postmaster general in who just swore in at the end of july i think um people were hell-bent on on doing uh mail-in voting this year and this guy put this guy in and he has made some crazy changes um, and propose some wild things for the post office, which would totally change and disrupt the way that it works. Um, and he's he's essentially fucking it all up, uh, to be frank. Um, yeah. And in a year that, that people were going to vote by mail, um, I mean, he's, he's breaking some laws. Uh, it's not a good time to change it, how things work. Yeah, he's he's breaking a lot of laws. I would say he's, he's fucking with an election. He's fucking with the mail, which is illegal. It's illegal to delay mail. Um, so I don't like it. Obviously, I mean, and he's also messing with, you know, five hundred thousand people's jobs um, in an election year. So it's it's pretty stupid on his point, on, you know, on his part, because like, who in their right mind is going to vote for him when they're going messing with, you know so many hundreds of thousands of people's jobs it's just dumb like people will vote on their job you know if my job is safe like i'm gonna vote for you but if it's looking not safe like i don't know he's not too smart that guy yeah well um it's pretty cool to hear about that from someone who actually works in the post office in the mail yeah i mean i'm not too high up obviously i'm just a mailman so (laughs) yeah i don't know all the ins and outs and stuff like that but obviously everybody pays attention to that stuff it's your job and and um yeah the union's really concerned obviously um and we're we'll see i mean nobody seems to know what to do because they're just like this some crazy shit out of left field like we would have never thought somebody was going to pull something like this but um Personally, what I think we should do, let's run this up the flagpole. There should just be a massive lawsuit um, between the unions and, um, uh, like, anybody else that, that has, you know, any any interest in the post office. They should just file a lawsuit because um, they are breaking the law. Um, you know, it should be anybody concerned with the elections. That could be a joint lawsuit between a number of really really a lot of parties you know all the states could join in because each state runs their own election obviously um so i I don't know that's just my idea but we'll see what happens so getting into the um the the fatty spin stuff now how did um Mm -hmm. fatty spins come to be um fatty spins came to be over um probably over just some conversations with with ray and myself talking about collaborating um 
in like you know 2009 it was you would still consider that the early days of youtube i guess right yeah um it was just about the time when when partnerships i guess were coming around and 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 stuff like that youtube partners um so yeah we were i think um i think ray was doing i don't know before live streaming was was even a thing but he was doing a live stream at his house with a couple of other youtubers um he invited me i guess he'd seen my channel and um i went a couple of times we became friends we were talking about collaborating i was throwing out some ideas um i wanted to do like a man on the street like interview thing with him and i just going up to people asking like stupid stuff you would see like um I think like Kasim G was doing something like that at the time. I don't know if you ever guys ever seen that one. Um, just asking crazy questions to people on the beach and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I think I've seen stuff like that before. Yeah, just like man on the street interviews and stuff. He was doing um, the the political stuff, so we could you know figured hey you know we got some good questions and go out there. He didn't like that idea, but um. Uh, I think I had just started doing the music. It was like I had switched my channel from doing blogs. I said I could do a fucking song a day, so I'm gonna do that. I remember making that decision like out with him and another friend of ours, Joe. And um, and he was like, "How about music? Let's do some, you know, funny off the wall like music stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm down. You know, that's what I'm doing anyway." So. It. and um so we just uh i think we got to start it on that and then um i guess he uh i was i think i wasn't too like you know i i think my producing's all right but i was like eh, you know we're gonna do a collaboration let's get you know more people involved with it. i knew um breeze from from somewhere on YouTube and stuff like that. I think I think he gave me a beat for one of my songs or something. And um, so I was like, hey, I know this producer. Maybe we'll get him involved. This is like a real collaboration, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we'll work on this all together. And um, yeah, so it all started from, from, from that first song and stuff like that. So know, that's how month. Fatty Spins got made? Yeah, pretty much. So, what was the process behind making "Doing Your Mom" the uh, classic song by Fatty Spins? Doing your mom, yeah, you know that was uh, that was a fun one. We got the. I remember Ray went over to Breeze's house, I think, and they worked on the beat. Ray was kind of like, I guess he had some ideas specifically what he what he might have wanted. I think there's a live so. stream of that. Yeah, so he went over there. They made the beat. Um, there is, I think, uh, yeah, Breeze has a video or something. Or I don't think I've ever seen it, but um, I think I did see a clip of it or something. He's over there. They're making the beat. So he got the beat um, and then came over to my house. I had the recording stuff set up. Uh, Ray came over. We had the beat. We recorded. It was a you know pretty good <laughs> recording session at it. Nothing too crazy. I, I think we recorded it um, just in just in one day, and um, we yeah. And then I, 
you know, after the recording, obviously you got to do all the post-production stuff. And um, I think we sent it off to somebody, but something got fucked up. I don't know if somebody else worked on it, but somebody couldn't do it or something. So then I had to take the raw recordings. Any, anyways, I ended up mixing it and putting it together to the final version. And then, so um, you mixed it? Yeah, I mixed it. I, it was, you know, it, it, I don't know it was what we could do at the time. I mean, um, I guess it came out all right. I mean, I don't know. I think it sounded pretty good. I, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it yeah. came out pretty good for, for like, you know, someone not who's not like super, super duper into music and into music production like that. Well, I mean, I was pretty into it. I mean, I took you know, I took oh, music right. production courses in college and stuff like that. I was, you know, I was pretty into it. You know, um, not like I was like in a professional studio. I'm on my own computer at home. Yeah. But, um, no, so you we did got a good it. job on that. Yeah, yeah, it came out good. Mixed it, you know, mastered it, whatever in quotes, air quotes. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then the, so we got, we had the song, we were pretty happy with it, I think, you know, and then we were like, shit, we got to shoot a music video. Um, and, uh, the music video shoot day was fucking crazy. It was like an all day affair. We were all over the city. We were up in fucking Ray's apartment. We were up, we were down uh, at the park near my dad's place, we were up on my dad's roof. We were out in fucking Breeze's neighborhood out in Brooklyn. We were just like driving all over crazy town, but we got a you know we got a bunch of different shots, give it a, like some nice you know visual variety, and yeah, I don't know, you know came up came up pretty good. I think. Yeah, uh, who were who were some of the people in the music video? Because there aren't not many of them are known i think i'm pretty sure yeah um i think what uh, through ray's channel I, there was i didn't because i wasn't i didn't bring anybody along but i think through ray's channel he had a he had a bigger channel than than mine obviously at the time you know still does but he was i think he put out something to to his people saying like you know i'm gonna shoot a music video um if anybody wants to you know like unpaid extra work obviously just like if you want to come and be in this thing yeah that we're gonna do um so, so i think you just, just put random that fans there was maybe yeah three uh three or four like random people followers from his thing um and then um uh, and then there was a couple other YouTubers, just like, um, shit, what's his name? Uh, who ended up being his manager later? Uh, Will, um, you know that guy? Will, and then, uh, Tessa, um, she was another YouTuber. She, she, she blew up a little bit on YouTube too, I think. Um, and yeah. So that's where those people came from, anyways. Yeah. Um, definitely at the park, though. I think we had a couple of people just like kind of digging it and then jumped on in. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they had like no idea what's going on. They're just like, "Hey, there's a camera there." <laughs> yeah, they saw us like shooting the video. We got our uh, 
Yeah, we got we had like the song playing off of you know a boombox or some shit so you could hear it. And uh, yeah, uh, imagine just, like, blasting the, um, "Doing Your Mom" in the park. The random boombox playing "Doing Your Mom" in the park. Yeah, I think people did like you know people liked it. They were like, hey, yeah, that would be the best music video to be an extra in. Yeah. <laughs> So were there yeah. were there like any other versions of doing your mom that like didn't make it or compared to the final? No, I th there was just um, there was just that one version. There was some hiccup on the just the original one that like the 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 mixing got fucked up on. I don't know. I don't know who they got sent to. I really can't remember. Um, but. It was just something where the vocals weren't lined up or some shit on somebody's verse or so. It would have been like some small um, hiccup, like in the timing of, of somebody's verse or something. Um, so, but it, it it's 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 virtually the same as like the final one that came out. It's not, I wouldn't call it another version at all. Yeah. So, um, how many other songs did you make as like Fatty Spins? Uh, I think it's like six or so, it's probably like six or so total. And how long did it like were you guys like together as a group making those songs? Uh, not that long. It was it was pretty uh, it's pretty. It was pretty short. I'm gonna I can check the uh, the Fatty Spins channel. I think it was uh, like six things. Yeah, it's like only five or six songs, but they were all done, like within a couple of months. Yeah, I would say it wasn't that long. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty pretty short time time frame. Um, and how many? I be, I believe we 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 talked to Breeze. I don't know if you saw um that podcast yeah, we did. Yeah, I listened to a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, he said he did he was, did doing your mom. He was part of that, and then I believe he said he was part of Muppet Sex, or you heard of it. Well, um, was that it, or were there any other songs that he missed? Yeah, no, there was, uh, shit, I was just looking at it. Um, so, um... Or at least that he was in, involved in. Yeah, I think he he had a part of maybe Schooled. He did some of the chorus or something on that one. And then, um... There was a there was another I just released actually on the Fatty Spins channel an unreleased song. Uh it was sort of like the grandma song or something, you know. Yeah. Um he was on that one too. Um and we actually shot a video for that one or we partially shot and I think Breeze missed the missed that shoot and stuff like that. So we were gonna reshoot and then I think stuff kind of fell apart after that, so it wasn't we didn't, we never finished that one. Yeah. Um. So like like, um, what if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. But what exactly like led to the downfall of Fatty Spins? Because there's a lot of conflicting information. Oh uh, well. Um. No, it's it, I I don't think there's. It's not much of a debate, and it's, and it's not like it was a, a big breakup or anything like that. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think Ray's channel just blew up, to be honest. And um, 
and he went to move on to do his own thing. Uh, uh, that's basically it. it. We didn't have, you know, it was never dis- it was never discussed. It was just kind of, um, Ray just went off to do his own thing and just kind of stopped talking to me. That's it. So, <laughs> so he just ghosted you. Uh, pretty much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sucks, a, dude. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. I mean. So was there any, like, big royalty dispute, or is that just kind of the wiki uh, saying random stuff? Well, yeah, I mean, there would have been, I mean, had we had we been able to discuss stuff, you know, with yeah. Ray. Um, but uh, he did put in a copyright claim against the... Uh, against the music that we put out on itunes and um so it eventually took it down so it it sold for a little while whenever it sold um and then it took a few years before you know the company that had it up on itunes and stuff was like all right well we have these funds you know you're the account holder we'll, we'll finally finally release it and stuff like that so um it um I don't know if there's a copy. I mean, I copyrighted this stuff, so yeah. Um, which I I did the right thing. I I put all of our names on it, which was like whatever. So if anything down the line, uh, me, Breeze, and uh, and Ray are, are equal copyright owners on it. Yeah, that's good. That's pretty smart. Yeah. So is um, there is there any super like? bad blood between you ray and, and breeze or is that also just kind of what the wikia says i guess how much of the wiki is true if you've if you've seen it i haven't seen i don't know exactly which wiki you're actually talking about i don't think i've seen it let me pull it up here let me see if i can find it really quick um i'll put it here in general is it the it's the one from wikitubia or youtube.fandom.com oh, wiki... okay um, I don't know. Let me check it out here. Let's see. Alright. Oh, it's from my my page. Oh. Um. Shit, I haven't read any of this. Oh, I, I don't you, know. T- take your time. We can, like, fill in this empty space later. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. What's up, guys? Here's the fat here, and I want to let you guys know that we do have merchandise now. Uh, as of August 14th, we have a new hoodie out on sharkregion.com called the Cursed Hardware Design, or as it's seen on the website, just the Sado Monkey's official hoodie. But it's a Cursed Hardware Design made by 076 underscore Leo on Twitter. She worked very hard in it, and we've worked very hard to get this merch out. So appreciate it if you guys would go at least check out the merch. Um, as always, your support is much appreciated. It's $30 at the link in the description, or you can just go to sharkregion.com and find us there. Uh, they also sell a plethora of other merchandise for other, you know, small companies or esports teams and whatnot. So yeah, go check it out at the link in the description. Yeah. I don't know if I ever said I had no creative input on Fatty Spins. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, I didn't... Obviously... Yeah, I mean, I don't know if... Well... Like, a lot of this seems really, really over the top yeah um, from from what yeah, we heard from you and breeze it doesn't seem very true no
Well, me and Breeze always stayed in contact, so whenever, you know, and I think Breeze could attest to it, when the money did, when when the money did finally come in, I I did contact him to to give him his cut and stuff, Um, which I think, you know, I think was was Ray's wish at the end. I don't know if I talked to him towards the end and stuff like that. He he was not interested in, you know, he put the songs up for free and um, on SoundCloud or some shit. And he was like, yeah, whatever money it is, just split it with Breeze and stuff like that. But there were there there was other money involved, which, you know, obviously it was was why, you know, I don't know, 20 million views on YouTube. He was selling t-shirts from it. And, you know, I, I felt like um, there could have been... Um, I mean, the, the song was really selling well on iTunes. It could have been a lot of money. Like, yeah. I think I think the, the amount of downloads he got on SoundCloud, you know, you can't yeah. translate that right into iTunes sales. But... Um, I don't know. It, it, you know, he was just like, I'm just putting everything up for free, whatever we made, just split it with Breeze. So that's kind of what happened. But, um, okay. so less dramatic than is implied on the wiki. Yeah, I would say. I mean, well, there were, he definitely made some more money than we did, I think. Whatever. Okay. So, um, while we're on the wiki here, I guess we'll just debunk or confirm as much as we as much as we can. Um, yeah. So, you you've read it all now, right? Uh, yeah, most of it. I haven't read this last paragraph, because but... uh, the part part of the last part is is what really seems to sound very, I guess, just out out of character and completely not. I don't know. Almost sounds untrue. Um, mm-hmm. But this part says, due to his personal collapse after the fall of Fatty Springs, McFry had gone on Blog TV to do drunken rants where he curses and throws objects around his apartment. In one live incident on Blog TV, he physically struck his wife after she threatened to leave him over his obsessions with Fatty Spins mu- with the Fatty Spins <laughs> music project. Sorry, that just sounds kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I did, I did like, I don't know, maybe. You know, for a week or two, two just like hour, two hour long, you know, blog TVs. I was not drunk, you know, in any of them. It was just something, something I would do after I came home from work and bitch on the internet. Um, there was a couple of times when the wife, she, because like it's a lot doing the blog TVs a lot more. Um, I guess like loud and active and animated. Yeah. And like sitting at my computer and producing music. So, um, like I'm, I'm like in front of a camera and blah, blah, blah at the camera. So I think, she, you know, at some point she, she would just like thought it was funny to get, get involved and start saying things, um, just to like ham it up and stuff like that. But no, I never, I never hit my wife and certainly not on blog TV. That's funny though. <laughs> okay. Um, well, um, she might have hit me though. She might have came in and gave me a whack. Uh, you know, so I don't remember. Um, Hopefully, yeah. we can correct this page at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna talk no, to whoever manages it. Pick. 
Um, because for this page, you give at least me the idea that you like hated everyone involved with Fatty Spins, and we I had the, I was really worried that the second we put up like the Breeze podcast, it got like a bunch of threats or something from you just based off of this alone. I after talking to you, I was like, oh, okay, probably not. No, not at all. You know, you know, I I have a lot of respect for those guys. I mean. And, you know, Ray Ray basically broke it down to me one time, and I'll never forget his reasoning why. It's like, you know, he basically said, you know, he's like, shit, he signed up to do this collaboration. We didn't plan on anything taken off. We just want to do some fun that people like, right? So it blows up a little bit, and, um, you know, he's just thinking, oh, God. You know, now I'm going to have to pay these guys, you know, royalties or some shit for the rest rest of my life. And yeah. he said, told me basically I don't want to do that. So that's why that was his decision. Let's just give it away for free and I'm going to go on my very way and do my thing. I um, mean, that's, that's kind of understandable considering like it wasn't intended to be like a big music project. It was just like a collab. So Yeah. No, I mean, in a in a world where everybody's collaborating, everybody's doing so you can't do everything on your own. Anyways, it, it made sense at the time in his head, but like when he's going to go off and work with maker studios and do stuff with other people, like there's people you got to pay for doing this and that. Um, it wouldn't have been no big skin off his ass, you know, for to have his accountant, you know, filter out some money for us once in a while it's just it's just part of the bills that, that would have got paid at the end of the day yeah so i don't think it was the correct decision and you know me and breeze we still talk every once in a while we when the, when fatty spins all broke up we've he said we said we could continue you know let's continue some i mean i've got the channel like just like we could we could put up something you know, without him and stuff like that. And we've always talked about that, but um, never got around to doing it. Um, there's still a song that I, you know, produced and, and wrote around that time, um, which would have been, you know, right up to Fatty Spins. You know, he um, Ray didn't like it, but it was, it was just about a video, about video games and shit like that. Stupid, like, yeah. You know, but it would it was in our in our genre, you know, I would say. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We just lost steam after everything fell apart. Yeah, is the um is the current Fatty Spins YouTube channel is that the original or is it a yeah. different one? Um, I guess it's here. There was only yeah, only the one made. Um, the original doing your mom song was on Ray's channel. That was originally uploaded on his channel, but she took down sometime um, this year or last year. I'm not sure. Right after it hit like 20 million views. So, um, who controls the Fatty Spins channel? I ha- I I control it. I guess. I mean, it just says the Fatty Spins videos. It's there's nothing active going on there right now. But um, okay. So there was no like original channel that got deleted. No, no. All right. This it, is it. I mean, it's a pretty bare bones channel. Obviously, it looks it's just like yeah, it doesn't look like it's ever been used or anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's um what is it it's it's not even just the wiki but just in general almost everything states that there was an original channel and that's where doing your mom was uploaded and then it got deleted like two years later but um no fatty spins was always on on ray on the ray william johnson channel gotcha okay um so uh um did uh <laughs> um did recording doing your mom did that have any like long-term effects on your career or anything like that um yeah uh i think so i mean yeah i mean i don't know i can't say for sure but i think you know people like it i mean it's it's funny to to have people i know in real life and then they find out about it are then, you like, the guy from doing your mom <laughs> Not like no, they find out that it, that I was in this video, and then they'll watch it. If I can sing it to me at a bar and shit, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> so, Is that like so, a common occurrence where people just like, or your friends just bother you with doing your mom? No, around the time, I guess, I guess it, was, it was pretty common back then. But um, yeah, no, not so much anymore. I think people forgot about it. You know. Well, we haven't forgotten. I think he's making a little bit of a thumbbag because some of the top comments are from like less than a year ago. On the on the actual doing your mom video. Yeah, the one that was re-uploaded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? Where's that fucking video? Let's see. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, sorry. All right. Um, yeah, wait. Yeah, I got some comments on there from a month ago and shit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's always going to be there. I mean, I love the video. It's just, I remember when we first made it. I just watched it a few times. I was just like, hey, this is good. I enjoy this. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, do you ever go back and like watch the old videos a lot, or no? Uh once in a while, once in a great while, check out doing your mom. I don't think I've watched it probably in a while, but um, just go back and watch it. See, you know, see what we did right there. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I had a question that just slipped my mind. Oh yeah, what was um. What was the deal with with Snake William Johnson? Was that, um, like how does how does that fit in the story? Yeah, that was just part of the, um, you know, I was doing those blog TVs. I want my shit back and all that stuff. And um, yeah, I was just I guess I was just calling them names and stuff like that. I did make a Snake William Johnson song. Um, you know, somebody made a. Uh, graphic as ray as a snake and stuff like that i don't know it was just a silly thing i mean looking back with it, i should have called him rat william johnson <laughs> so much better yeah i don't know what the fuck I, know, I was thinking but um yeah i was pretty pissed off at the time and i have to say and like all the what he did um uh yeah. So it was just it was just uh venting and rage, I guess. Yeah. 
but so it wasn't but it's not it wasn't anything like super super long term no i think i gave up on it eventually i was like all right well <laughs> yeah this is not this is not going anywhere it's not like he's gonna come back and be like hey well you know i you know i screwed you over sorry but let's make it right that's just you know yeah came to the realization that's just not gonna happen um but um yeah yeah i was i was i was pretty upset at the time it's kind of it um you know when you get some kind of success and then you lose it it's really it's kind of devastating uh honestly like i think i lost some sleep at the time and stuff and it was just you really you really feel like some you know somebody's ripping something away from you like i don't know yeah that really sucks yeah do you still talk to ray at all or no i haven't talked to ray since way back then um gotcha yeah well i think we're pretty much out of pre-written questions i do have one here um it's from this image on on that shows up on wikitubia like in discord as the the main image um is that you holding the sign saying shit is fucked up and bullshit yep that's me so what's that in reference to so um uh occupy wall street you guys remember that uh I can't say I do. Okay. Occupy Wall Street, I think it was around 2011. Um, people got, people went down to Wall Street. They had a park down there. And people went and occupied it as a sort of protest mm-hmm. um, against Wall Street. And uh, Was this because of the um, recession? Yeah, it was during the recession. Um, people were pissed off you know i think it was around 2011 i don't know around there and um so people occupied this park down in uh down in wall street and started protesting and this protest it, it became really massive it spread over the entire country over the entire world um the occupy movement as it, as it became um, and I was unemployed at the time. I had lost my job. So uh, I, I enjoyed protesting, and um, I started going down there every day protesting with these people. And um, I think, like, first through the second day, so, you know, I saw these people holding signs and things. And I was like, well, I got to have a sign. Um, so I wrote my sign, you know, and I was like, shit, what, is, what do I want mine to say? And I just came up with shit is fucked up and bullshit, you know. That's <laughs> that's how I describe this situation, you know. Um, and I put it on the sign, and uh, people, you know, people really responded to the sign. You know, they really seemed to like it. They were like, "Yeah, shit is fucked up and bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> what a deep and provocative statement. <laughs> yeah. So it was, you know. It was funny just to walk around there and, and protest, and then you get people with suits walking by. Get a job. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had that sign uh, just just to protest and stuff like that. Um, and that actual the actual picture from here. I mean, a lot of people pictures. Um, people would stop me all the time, but this one. Um, 
I think it was taken by one of the guys from uh, Sonic Youth. You guys know that band? That's a pretty big band back in the 80s or 90s or some shit. Uh, some guy named Lee or some shit like that. Lee something or other. I don't know. But um, my sister was like, that was like her favorite band. She was really impressed. I was like, oh, okay. So. That's yeah. Turbine. Shit is fucked up and bullshit. Yes. And I still have the sign. I <laughs> still, still have the sign. I still pro I'll bring it out and I pro where I can. I brought it recently to the Black Lives Matter movement. Um. <laughs> Which I was a little scared about because I, I didn't think I didn't want them to think I was like an anti-protester, you know what I mean? But people, yeah. it's, people took it. They was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, it is fucked up. Stuff is fucked up. That's why we're protesting. I'm like, yes. Um, That's good. So it's interesting to see to hear that you still have the sign. That's cool. I mean, the sign is just as relevant now as it was all those years ago. Shit is I think so, so fucked yeah. up and oh, it's yeah. still bullshit. I can't wait to join the next protest movement. Whatever that may be, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've taken it to the Trump protests, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think we're pretty much out of material. Anything you want to promote? I do have um, an album coming out, fingers crossed. It's the old, it's just unreleased stuff from my from my McFry channel, like the last 25 songs that were produced on it, I never like released them on iTunes and all the music stores. You can stream it on Spotify and all my shits on there. So, um, well, I that, look forward to seeing yeah, that. that album's coming out, um, you know, five years later or whatever it is, but uh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, Super Short Songs Volume 4 extended versions, so look out for that. Okay. Well, um, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. It's good to clear things up because of the wikis. So yeah, the wiki is everything. just awful. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's not exactly what I would how I would describe it, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So. Sounds like it was written by someone who didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I don't know where they got all their information. Who knows? All right. Well, thank you guys for watching the State of Monkeys podcast. I'm Earth the Fat. Um, and as I already stated, I was here with Sir Nico, Ryan Inks, and McFry. And we'll see you next time.